This week on Dr. Drew After Dark. Why do you send me to the shower always before we have sex? I don't know. Sweaty balls. Sweaty balls. I bolt out of bed, find my husband, and will tell him with urgency the photos are uploading to the cloud, which is really weird because I don't have a cloud account, and I've never uploaded photos. I've noticed that uh, Tom's mom's fart video has been getting around again. You're not going to videotape me farting. No? No. It It would be sensational. I know. Welcome to Dr. Drew After Dark. Please be advised that Dr. Drew After Dark may contain sexually oriented content and be unsuitable for young children. Hey everybody, welcome to Dr. After Dark. Keep those emails uh, coming at drdrewafterdark at gmail.com and the VMs, the voice messages at 818-253-1693. One and only Susan Pinsky joins me again today. Thank you for being here. Appreciate you coming back. Thanks for having me. Uh, yeah, I don't know if back you guys, in Austin, uh, guys, if you noticed, Texas, loving uh, it, getting my weird on. Isn't that what they say? Stay weird. I I don't know, but you got a head of steam coming in today. So <laughs> anything else you'd like to say? Yeah, isn't that what they say? Stay Is weird. Is that what they say? Stay weird in Texas. Keep Austin, uh, keep Austin weird. weird. Keep weird. Keep, keep Austin oh, weird. Okay. Well, I keep just have to stay weird. <laughs> you have to stay weird. That'll be good enough for us. Um, so everything good with you? You were like looking in the camera, commenting on everything ridiculously. No, I, I always like to see how my hair is doing because it it's growing back. It's amazing. Yeah. I think it's working. And then you wanted a boob job? Is that what you said? No, I don't need a boob job. You do not need a boob job. That's Thank fine. you. God gave you. I said I might need a little, little something. God gave you what I need. Yeah. God did. I waited 10 years and didn't get a boob job, and they came on their own. Hmm, how'd that happen? I don't know. Hormones. Maybe. I think I think there's. you had some re- repair done of your abdomen. Yeah, because... but I'm also heavier than I was when we got married. I like 25 pounds. There's a report. <laughs> uh, there's been reported in the plastic surgery literature that some women, uh, when they have liposuction, which you had as part of this reconstruction, you had to have done because of the triplet pregnancy. Um, I had a lot of thigh. They'll, going on. It'll go to the boobs instead. I had because the fat's got to go somewhere. Yeah, so. so I had my thighs done because mm. I had kind of big thighs, mm. like a size six waist and a thirteen pant leg. Mm. So when I had the tummy tuck and all the skin removed from my belly, yeah, like four or five inches of skin, mm-hmm. they pulled out a lot of fat, even though I was thin, mm-hmm. you know, out of my stomach too. But um, but I guess the hips and you have to balance it off, otherwise everything else gets bigger. Mm-hmm. And I didn't want. In those days, having a bigger butt wasn't cute. Mm. So they took some of the thighs and they took around the hips and then it went up to my breasts. Hmm. Magically. Tell me you. another story, Mommy. Well, it's so, interesting because like, you know, I didn't know that was going to happen. No, I don't think that's kind of an unusual thing. It does happen. Though, yeah, because, you know, I, I still like to eat even mm-hmm. after you have lipo. But after you have lipo, you still have to work out and try to take care of yourself and not get the fat back. But mm. Well, I, I want to emphasize, you you had like 14 different hernias, your abdominal wall was destroyed, right. you had to be reconstructed. And I wasn't, I didn't have that much body fat. They like it when you have less body fat, because I guess the cells are the same mm-hmm. if they're small or big, mm-hmm. so they don't have to take as much out if you're thin. Mm-hmm. And I think I weighed like 138 pounds or something, and then I dropped down to like 132. Mm-hmm. And they were like, we took a lot of fat out, and I was like, wow, I didn't know I had all that. And you okay otherwise? Anything on your mind coming in here? You seem like you have a, like you want to talk. No, no. I'm just happy to be here. And, you know, I I like flying to Austin and uh, hanging out. And, you know, it's fun. Seeing the whole your mom's house crew here. Yeah, I love seeing the seen boys. The, you haven't seen the Booth boys in a while? Everybody. I, I don't know if have Zola, you ever done a show with Susan? I can't remember. Uh, yeah, it's in the last one I last was in one. Yeah. Okay. We got plenty of stuff to talk about. We got a lot to go in here. Let's, uh, let's you, you know, tell people what you used to say about the male callers, particularly on Loveline. What would they call about? Uh, well, I used to call it penis line. Because? Because it was always about men's problems or, their, or questions about their anatomy and how it worked and is this normal. And, and it was like an hour's worth at a time. So good. Let's keep it up. Uh, this is a, cause it's a <laughs> sensitive head. I wanted to have some insight on if I have an overly sensitive dick tip. I'm 25, I tend not to, not to last long, I'm circumcised, I notice that even a brief touch or washing the shower 
my penis tip will shoot that feeling through my body like a mini orgasm. I was under the impression that not having your foreskin makes your penis less sensitive. Is that not the case? It is not the case. It doesn't really matter. Uh, and by the way, yeah, it just doesn't matter. Does, does having an overly sensitive penis head make premature ejaculation unavoidable? Or how do you know if your penis is too sensitive or worth exploring options or steps to prevent this? Go ahead. Any thoughts? Farts and kisses. I don't, have a, I don't have a penis. You don't have a penis? No. Uh-uh. Uh, we've been all those hormones and still no penis. I know. Huh? I know. I'm sorry. So, I, I can't really relate, but uh, I get it. I mean, So, look, males, the male penis sensitivity is about the a much more complicated process than what's going on the skin on the tip. I mean, that's and the guys that are sensitive are very sensitive. He's one of these premature guys. Um, and that's just is what it is. He has to sort of accommodate that. And mostly it's like masturbating first or going more than once, that kind of thing. Right. And sometimes that will help. In terms of the sensitivity, I mean, you can reduce it by using numbing creams and a condom and all things like that. But oh, yeah, but it's numbing all, cream will burn. What's well, where you put, a, put a, a for the male? Not so yeah. much. Oh, it's sort of ah. designed so it doesn't do oh. that. But and it that, can. That burn, would be a weird feeling too. It, it can burn the vagina. So a condom. I, on top. I use numbing cream on my face when I get laser uh-huh. surfacing. So you don't want it on your vagina. No. No. Because no it's what? weird. It makes your lips all like drooly, and you can't feel anything, yeah, and your nose runs. And drooly vagina. Or you'll have a like drooly that. penis. Mm-hmm. Death be good. grip or penile nerve damage. Twenty-four-year-old male from Kansas City worried if I might suffer. Uh, from ED or death grip syndrome. Oh, I think I know where he's going. I've been dating uh, for the past year. Finally found a cool under partner. We had a talk. And for the first time in my life, I got soft nude way through and I can't get it in or finish. I have pretty low stress, work out often, smoke weed every evening. That'll fuck you up, dude. That'll do it. The weed is so much stronger than in previous you know, iterations. Jerk off one to three times a day with an increasingly tight grip. Worried that it may have damaged nerves, uh, or maybe, oh, he has herpes, maybe herpes damaged things. Doesn't happen, really. Sensations are dull. Erection itself is not as hard as it would have liked me a few months ago. I have to fix this. You better be coming up in May. You guys always brighten my day. What's going on? Oh, you want to see it? So here's the deal. Uh, masturbate less. Very simple. Death grip syndrome. Yeah. Masturbate less. The reason you have... What is that? Explain that. He means he's masturbating. He's... In order to get off three times a day, he has to really work on himself. Oh, and it, to three the point, times a day? Yes. Anybody needs to work on themselves three times a day. But neither here nor there. The, the fact is this guy's talking about that he's overly stimulating himself three times a day and he wonders why he can't perform with his girlfriend. Right, like, right. You got to give it time in between. And right. then if you're soft, it means you've overdone it the day before. Maybe. Right. Also the weed I every think. day. I mean, I don't have a no, penis. You so. don't? Okay. Mm-mm. The weed every day. I always thought, okay. The weed every day. <laughs> weed every day also not working in your direction. Uh, the yeah. herpes causing nerve damage? No. That really, really doesn't happen. Uh, sensations are dull. Erection is not as hard. This is all... Excessive masturbation. Right. So I I think you very, very definitely work yourself in the right direction. Getting uh, tubes tied. My partner and I are finally getting married in 2023. Had a pretty dead set on not having kids. However, since I lost weight, she used Ozempic. You asked about how we know the names of all these medications. Right. GLP-1. Oh, was that the one we saw in the... Commercial last night, yeah, yeah. and it's the one that caused the weight loss. Okay, I fear I may become pregnant, but despite of how long I've been on birth control, uh, presently the Nuva Ring, I have a long history of PCOS, polycystic ovarian syndrome, wow, insulin resistant, bipolar 2. I've considered getting my tubes tied, however, it has been brought to my attention my OBGYNs won't perform a tube ligation if you've not had kids. Currently 33, what's the best way to approach this? There are people that will do, um various kinds of uh, sterilization procedures. So if that's really what you want, you should be able to find that. Uh, and in terms of you you know, being on hormonal therapies and whatnot, that kind of makes sense given your PCOS and insulin resistance. I'm glad your weight is down. I hope you might think about metformin or something for that insulin resistance. And uh, yeah, good for you. Uh, and she writes butthole in the end. Because that's, that's, <laughs> you know, how women, I, like I guess that's women. where she wants it. For, well, women. She doesn't want a baby. <laughs> <laughs> well, she's using a Nuva ring or something in the meantime. Okay. Yeah, yeah, but you know what? The hormones in those contraceptions really can screw with you. Yes. And, you know, I I hated that stuff. So, you know, she's she knows she doesn't want kids. Why can't she get her tubes tied? Yeah, I agree with you. I, I mean, agree. not every... Oh, maybe maybe her OBGYN is sort of like her, her medical doctor, too. Yeah. Thinks maybe she's jumping the gun. Yes, but I think... 
uh, she can find somebody that will do it. I, I feel pretty secure. Yeah. And, and he can always get a vasectomy too. Uh, but we had a girl call, a woman call in here. She had listened to us talk about the hormone therapies and she did it and it like turned her life around. Oh, good. And she was only like 35 or something. Oh, good. And so she was, you know, struggling for a long time, two babies. And then doctors kept telling her, just go on birth control, yeah. go, on, go on antidepressants. And she found someone to put her on, measured everything. Everything was down. Estrogen was up. So okay. she was able to be on just progesterone and testosterone. Oh, good. Turned her life around. Oh, awesome. Yeah, isn't that nice? Is that like, that's like a perimenopause when yes. you're in your 30s. Yes. Which happens. Yes. And, you know, because they looked at me like, oh, you're too young to be going through menopause. And well, they didn't even think about it. I don't know why it. my doctor didn't even take my hormone levels. They didn't even think about he it. He just told me to get you a a, a mistress. Have, have you told him the story? Have you said yeah, the story? Yeah, we have. Yeah. <laughs> So here we go. Uh, I was like, that's boys. not happening. Started sleepwalking about a year ago. Occurs in the first one to two hours after falling asleep. I bolt out of bed, find my husband. It will tell him with urgency. The photos are uploading to the cloud, which is really weird because I don't have a cloud account and I've never uploaded photos. First thought, uh, was it stress-induced? Sure. Uh, back in October, I had two traumatic events back to back, but I didn't have any sleepwalking during that time. Then she didn't tell us what they were. I can't seem to find a connection between my personal life and my sleepwalking. Um, I don't have any kind of birth control, antidepressant medication. Let me know your thoughts. Uh, sleepwalking usually is a lifelong kind of thing. Yeah, I, have, I think when you have, your kid starts then. It starts then. It can start as sleep terrors, you know, wake up crying or yelling, that kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, uh, why I mean, I've had that, but... You've had sleep terrors? Yeah, I've woken up kind of... Uh, Been a panic. I mean... I've never slept. Have you ever have you ever screamed? Maybe your parents came in when you were a kid or anything. I mean, maybe a couple of times. Like really? Yeah, when you're a kid. But you were, it wasn't like you had a bad dream and you were upset about yeah, it. Yeah, more like bad dream. Yeah, that seems more like you wake thing. up like, oh God, I'm glad that was a dream. Yeah, uh, but you you got to kind of get this looked into. Sleepwalking can be a sign of a lot of different things, and yes, yeah, stress is part of it. But unless you had sleep terrors before and you suddenly started sleepwalking. That's a, a kind of unusual to me, uh, and I would, I don't know, I would, I would talk to your doctor about it, make sure not, there's not something else going on. You know, it, it, what your body can react in a lot of fun way, funny ways when something significant is going on. You can get pain syndromes, you get headaches, you get fevers, you can get, you know, abnormal sleep patterns, and so that's, I always worry when all of a sudden people get abnormal sleep patterns. Remember when Paulina was little and I was sitting in my office and yeah. all of a sudden I heard the front door open? And I looked down and she was at the front door looking out. And I go, what are you doing? She goes, I'm looking for my mother. <laughs> and I go, I'm your mother. And she goes, no, my other mother. <laughs> my real mother. <laughs> my other mother. And so there was a book they were reading in school called The Other Mother. It, uh, Wasn't it? Yeah, or there was it was a, book. a story. Yeah. And Angeline was, or something. Or what was her name? There was The Other Mother. Yeah, yeah. And so. I was like, get your ass back in bed. Wake up. All right, let's take some calls here. <laughs> here we go. She was going to go right down the front front stairs into the driveway it's christina from west virginia hi christina hey dr drew how are you we are good how are you i'm good i understand i have mrs pinsky as oh, well so. hello what's your name christina christina my name's christina i'm honored to share the main mommy's name yeah mommy yes. well done congratulations <laughs> well hey james thanks for having me on you betcha hey mommy <laughs> I so I am oh sorry go ahead no she called you mommy I've never heard her do that before so it's very funny <laughs> I'm trying go ahead. <laughs> oh thank you first time <laughs> <laughs> so I am in the midst of a 21 day cleanse mm. I'm basically wanting to get everything from carbs out sugar free weed free and alcohol free. Hmm. Um, I just really want to jumpstart my metabolism and weight loss so that I can get back to working out. Um, I've recently had ACL reconstruction surgery, so I was a soccer player for years and I'm ready to get back out there, oh. but I want to lose the weight because obviously I've gained some. Okay. Um, I've been reading that enemas can help cleanse the colon as well and continue to help get rid of those toxins, specifically like coffee and salt water enemas. Can you elaborate or give me mm. some suggestions? I, I, um, I, 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 Christina, I bristle at the word toxin 
because whenever anybody <laughs> says it, I just slide a piece of paper and I go, just show me the chemical formula of that toxin. Just write it down. Just the ba- just the most basic chemistry. Just write its structure down. And then once you write its stru- structure down, write me the stoichiometry of how it does damage. Just just the very, very basic the chemistry. Stoichiometry? It just means the pathways of, you know, the, the balance and pathways of damage. And Did of course, you know what that was, was Christina? Stoichiometry? <laughs> Yes. You did? See, she's, she's studied her chemistry. Oh, good girl. And no one can ever do I that. Went into, yeah, I went into pre-med because I wanted to be a forensic pathologist. I wanted to do autopsies to figure out why people died, but then I went off elsewhere. So I do have some pre-med background. Nice. That's why I'm, I love it. Like, really nice. reading. Are you a friend of, uh, are you a, f- a fan of Nicole and Jemmy? No, sir. I'm you not. You sh- check out her Instagram, Mrs. Underscore and Jemmy. She is a a pathology tech who is very committed to medical education and is just puts up tons of posts on the stuff you're interested in. Okay. I read a lot of Patricia Cornwell when I was um, going through school. So, so that's what got me into it. It's Mrs. really, it's really graphic though. Mrs. Underscore and Jemmy, A N G E M I. You'll love it. She's the best. So, Thank you. Yeah. So, you know, assault, the reason people feel better of saltwater enemas is the osmotic load you're putting across the rectum, which pulls water out. So you feel like you've lost weight because you are dehydrated. Right. Coffee, you feel better because it's also an absorptive uh, uh, sort of uh, lining of the, of the colon as well. And so you're absorbing a ton of caffeine so you feel energized and i feel better it's all nothing it's all nothing you're doing everything right no weed no alcohol no carbs better exercise yeah that you want to read a really good book christina a friend of mine just wrote a book he's he's a he's a was a cancer surgeon now he's a longevity specialist called uh outlive by peter atia that is the best book i have seen on these basic phenomenon and really he goes through really in good detail all the biology but it's highly accessible anybody can read it nice okay i'll uh, add it to my amazon book list outlive, well congratulations outlive. on your cleanse That's yeah well phenomenal. done get her done it's not easy it's not easy make it a way of life right you know now you're on it just right. don't, don't think of it as i a mean she doesn't cleanse. have to stay completely on it but but okay you can she, susan things. is saying you can have some vodka once in a while no. that's what she's that's what she's alluding to <laughs> no i mean but you know do it introduce healthy things back and do everything in moderation and then you'll be okay and I honestly like cleanses. I've never really been into. It just doesn't make biological sense. I mean, I from mean, the I, look, from the I, bottom I am, up. <laughs> I am for whatever gets people going in a healthy direction. Yeah. If they need to do something extreme to get themselves going, I totally understand. Yeah, yeah. But in terms of really getting where you want to go, Christina, I think it's it's about living, yeah. making it the way of life. Yeah, yeah. You know, I did that carnivore thing for years. Well, that's that's a cleanse, sort of. Like, that's a protein cleanse. You well, get... but that's the point. The, the whole, even the word cleanse is like, what, what are we talking about here? What does that mean? Right. I mean, you don't have so. to say diet or you don't have right. to say cleanse, but it's a way of life, like Ooh. you said, and it's here, healthy. Look at this. This is good. This is very much on the topic you and I were just discussing, the, the hormone issues with Karen. Karen. Hi, Karen. Hi, Dr. Drew. How are you? It is so great that you called today because uh, my wife Susan is here. She has been through what you're going through, uh-huh. and we were just talking about it. So let's hear your question. Yes. Well, okay. So here it is. I just turned 50 uh, in 22, and I'm kind of freaking out about it uh, because I can't sleep. <laughs> I don't want to have sex. I'm hot and cold, usually during the nighttime, Mm -hmm. not so much during the day. I just can't sleep. Uh, And I'm so irritable. I go like zero to 100 with irritability, like you wouldn't believe. Oh, no, I would. And I'm told that there's no option. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, I said, no, I would, because I'm sitting next to somebody that's been through this. Okay. Okay. I would well, believe it. I, um, I I'm did. Being told my mother had breast cancer, mm. and uh, it was caused by lengthy use of Premarin. Maybe. The doctor had her on it for apparently maybe, too long. Maybe, maybe, maybe. Okay. Okay, and and so they're telling me that I cannot take hormone replacement therapy because they're too concerned that it would cause breast cancer in me. That's have you? True. And I'm wondering if that's true. It, it is a very reasonable concern. Have you had the BRCA genes tested? Okay. 
I have not. Okay, so you want to do that testing, right? So do that first. So if you're okay. a BRCA one or two, then no, I'm sorry, you can't do estrogen. That that's just a different situation. But if you are not, okay, it's still there are still people that would advocate that you give it a shot. Give provided you understand the risk. Uh, for instance, there is some data out there. Now this is not this is not standard of care yet, but there is data that suggests that estrogen plus testosterone may actually reduce your risk of breast cancer. So if you're taking both of those hormones, and the progesterone is helpful also in terms of... You have to take the progesterone. Yeah, progesterone is for That's the uterus helps, mostly. Yeah, for the most but, but But there are ways to do this, uh, but you have to find somebody that has a lot of experience. Right, with you have to go to a, a hormone specialist, and yeah. you have to also get your, your okay. levels checked. And the basic idea is to keep your levels even at all times because and back to normal the back mood to where swings they be. it doesn't have to be super high but yeah. as long as you're not going up and down like in perimenopause so your cycle your body just cycles these hormones in and out and when it's at a high you're okay but when it's at a low you're just angry or or you don't want sex so yeah. they try to even it out and they tried using um birth control with me at the beginning but are you are you, when you have mm. breast cancer in your family are they it's also a concern yeah right? so yeah the the i don't know what the data is now if it's more like when i was i've talked to a lot of women who can't do it because of the fact that they have breast cancer in their yeah, family yeah. but like my doctor is sure. really good and i don't know if you're in the los angeles area but she's um, in michigan oh michigan um what was that group we talked to a couple times bio t bio t e was that them no no, no. that was something else it no. was uh 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 Gary, um, Dr. Don, Dr. Donnelly, Dr. I can't, I can't remember. I'm gonna have to look it up, but, um, but you would look online. There are people that do this stuff. Right. And, but I mean, or go to your primary physician and find somebody who does hormone therapy for women who just does that, you know, or a really good OBGYN okay. because, you know, not everybody understands this technology and it's, it, I don't know what the data is, and I you have to research it and look it up and see it, if it's okay. It is. If you have a first-degree relative with breast cancer, it puts it in a different category of risk for sure. If you're a non-BRCA1 or 2 with a history of breast cancer in a close relative, how old was she when she got it? I believe she was around my age, so yeah. probably between 50 and yeah. 55. And yeah. you should so, be really watching that anyways, right. and if you can do any kind of preventative stuff, you know, make sure, you know, you really keep up. And that reminds me, I have to get my mammogram. Mm -hmm. I keep forgetting I have to schedule it. I'm overdue. But um, thanks for reminding me. Um, it, you know, but but just find somebody who's really good in the field and understands it. I, we just, I just spoke to a woman a couple weeks ago that w was able to take only testosterone and progesterone and had an excellent response. Right. So it doesn't have to be the estrogen also, but you need to know be with somebody that really has some experience with using these these hormones. Thanks, Karen. So, I wish you all the best. So let's let's look at a couple of videos. But do here. it. Just go out and do it and find now, the I right see, person. I see calloused feet up there again. Is this the same calloused feet? Are we, are we gonna show it just to gross Susan out? Which Wait, I wouldn't what? mind doing. I wouldn't mind doing it. Sure. All right, let's let's go do ahead it. And do that. Let's do it. You'll like oh, this. Oh God. Well Yeah. Yeah. That's the toughest feet right there I've ever seen in my look life. Yeah, you, you look at that callus. You know it's oh, biting that feet. Like... <laughs> I know it is. Ooh. I mean, good God. Oh. This thing will do anything. See, look here. You stick a cigarette. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Burning cigarette. That don't oh. hurt. Oh. Don't oh. hurt. Is it? Move that cigarette. Oh, oh God. <laughs> Let me see you hit it, see if it's lit. What is wrong with this fucking guy? <laughs> Yeah, he needs some callus remover and a good scrub. I, I don't think and a, and do a razor. Yeah, you need, you see how they, how they have to chip away at the hoof oh of horses. You're gonna need something like that. Well, I that my mom had kind of feet like that. No, she, not like that. that not is, like that. But it, there you it, look at take it, a look. That's like uh, that's like half an inch. It's thick. like green and yeah. yellow and fungus. I think I was walking out in the woods without oh any shoes on. Oh my god! Oh my yeah. god! Yeah. You know what, though? He can walk outside without any I shoes know, on. I know, right? I always wondered how humans did that. Now it kind of makes sense. Maybe. <laughs> All right, let me see what other Thanks options Thanks for I sharing. Have. Yeah, that's me. I, from me to you. Uh, what is Cairo? Oh, let's see. Uh, some Okay, I got a bunch of stuff to look at here. So <laughs> chiropractic adjustments is a, a lane of sort of, is it a TikTok probably, right? Yeah, I think that's what Yeah, let's see what, what we got here. 
putting These a are cigarette out ter- Oh, yeah. I've seen, I saw this one. Oh, oh God, Dale. There we go. Oh, my God. Oh, God. Uh, what is... Yeah, that takes your breath away. Oh, yeah. I bet God. it does. That can be good for you. We have now, I have now seen several cases of stro- oh, that takes your breath away. stroke caused oh, by that maneuver. Goodness. Not that particular maneuver, but by... Oh, you have... Goodness. Look up spinal oh, arteries. Oh, my on the, goodness. That takes your breath away. Yeah, no kidding. Oh, that's a shocker to your system. She just keeps saying it. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah, she can't move anymore. That's a shocker. To, did you? Oh, yeah. I saw it. Oh, that's a shocker. That's pretty good, Jay. Yeah, that's pretty good. Oh. Wow. Still kicking too, so you're all right. Yeah. Yeah, Those are hyper-reflexive, guys. Good. Oh, my God. Does she fall down? How does it feel? That smells good. Feels good? Oh, good. All right, good. She's alive. <laughs> Show me the spinal Thank arteries, God. and I'll show you how easy it is to tear those things. Oh, no. I've now seen... I, I remember you, we had I heard dinner, you we talking had, to somebody. In, in New Orleans, we had a dinner with a woman who'd had a massive stroke from this. You you can't really see... All right. Oh, yeah, the woman at dinner. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, well, the point is the spinal arteries run through the cervical spine and up into the base of the brain. And it's just easy to tear them. And if you tear them, they'll throw ambuline. You'll get a big old stroke. Yeah, it's you just, have to be careful with Oh, there we go. The, on the left, lower left. Whoops. Gone. Lower left. There you are. I mean, you can sort of see it there. Uh, oh, the point wow. is, you're, you're, you are messing with... So what with was he div- trying to do? He's just trying to... That like, was just a chiropractic adjustment. I mean, but, but what does that mean? Like, what are you adjusting? I, I don't know. When you pull I, their I, neck out like that. They have all kinds of theories about it. I, I don't Compressed spine? Or is it the... I've never done it because I, I, you've I mean, always told me... Apparently, this patient had debilitating migraines, and so he was doing this to hurry to... Well, we'll see if the migraines come back. <sighs> if, they were, if they were true migraines, there should not be any effect from that. Yeah, None. yeah. Uh, if they were a cervical spine, I've heard Botox generated works migraines. or migraines. I'm not a fan. No. Oh. Uh, I've had patients get get it. Uh, one of the patients developed a complete neck drop. Couldn't, oh, lift, her, couldn't lift her neck up after <laughs> afterwards, and it didn't do much for her headaches. I get Botox in my in these bands in my neck because I have really tight from being bent over my phone or whatever. So they put Botox there, and it lifts your your chin up so Congratulations. it doesn't I know I gotta get some more because they're coming back I've, it doesn't last very long because I have really strong neck bands because uh. like when I do sit ups and stuff it, mm-hmm. it grows them back really fast hmm. but I wouldn't have Botox in the back of my neck because you're well, it can, it can even cause, it can move around and cause paralysis elsewhere. I would think you'd get it like in that's your forehead the, that's or sometimes whatever. Sometimes you do that, sometimes. Which I kind of need because I have really Don't tight do that. muscles. That's uh, I've never gotten Botox here ever. Really? <laughs> you could have fooled me. <laughs> I think I paid for it. Um, it was free. Come on. All right, so these North Korea TikToks, talk to me about this. I'm fascinated. So this is a new lane of TikTok that Christina's found, which basically just kind of seems like propaganda, but it's people talking about, like, tourism in North Korea and why you should go visit. How great North Korea is. Are you allowed to visit North Korea? I'm not exactly sure, but um, some of these people got to figure it out. Maybe Uh, certain countries are allowed in or something? We're not? Yeah, well, this is Zoe, and uh, she, she went to North Korea. All right. Go, Zoe. Okay, so a little bit of story time here, guys. Stick with me because I'm about to tell you what on earth I am doing with this account, why I go to North Korea all the time, and um, yeah, whether I really am a spy or not. So firstly, um, I am a tour guide to North Korea, and I do that, there's me, hello, (laughs) in North Korea. Um, I do that basically because I believe in the good that North Korea tourism does both inside and outside the country. All of these videos, all these pictures that you can see behind me, I took them all in North Korea. Everything I post on here is my own personal content. Why am I a tour guide in North Korea? Basically, I believe in the ethics of it. Um, That's a whole different video. Does she what give us I that do video? here is I do try and promote that, that tourism to her. North Korea um, and make it more accessible because most people don't even know that you can visit North Korea. So I want to kind of change that and make it more, yeah, available to um, everyone else. Oop, there's a bikini shot. Sorry. The reason that I do this stuff as well, there's actually three reasons. So the first reason is the promotion of North Korea tourism. The second reason is because I want to expand on the North Korean narrative, okay? Everyone has an opinion on North Korea, but very few people actually do any research into North Korea and even fewer people actually ever visit. 
So I want to expand that narrative that we already have on North Korea. You know, all the politics, the leaders, the missiles and stuff like that. I want to expand that narrative, let you guys know that there's more to North Korea than just that. Um, and yeah, show you guys a kind of different side to it. Obviously, that means that I'm showing you the positive side. So it seems like it's propaganda. You know, if you want to make that interpretation, that's fine. But then I you know, I advise you to think about your own interpretation of propaganda in any kind of media that you consume. The How third and final thing for? that I hope to kind of do. <laughs> I think you get the point. I get the point. Yeah. Uh, I, I. So is there, does it uh, scroll good. to the end? What's the final point? It, the point is you should go to North Korea, right? Oh, here's the end. Be it. Uh, that's why I do what I do. Um, I'm not a spy. Sorry. Yeah. And I'm <laughs> definitely not paid by the North Korean government. You see how you see the white above one, her actually, eyes? So, never mind. Thanks for listening. White above the eye is like, that's a concerning thing when you see that. Like if you can see literally the white above somebody's iris. Okay. That's either thyroid. She's on speed. With speed, thyroid disease, or panic. Like she's like, like somebody holding a so, gun, yeah. gun to her head as she says so this So that was stuff. actually a cry for help. Like, uh, yeah, she okay, should, I'm, she I'm should blink SOS. say this is so wonderful here, but. Yeah, isn't that weird? You need to come. Well, I hope. I hope there's more peace. Help me. You know, whatever. Uh, I I don't get it. No, but I mean, I think that's lovely that she puts that TikTok together because people are afraid to go places that seem scary. And yeah, because that one kid was beaten to death. Right. I mean, touching a, 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 a picture. You need to know the rules. Although it looks better than California. I got to yeah. <laughs> say, it looks a lot better than California. Just looking at the picture she put up there. Yeah, but if you know the rules and you don't overstep your boundaries. The North Korea, they don't show you. Love her outfit. <laughs> well, it, and it, I just would want to know more about where she's allowed to go. And that we crash their party, not them crashing ours. Just after a park, dancing on a holiday. Hmm. Like I said, better than California. No, I, I, I have no doubt about that. It's... It, it, I mean, they live harmoniously in their own world. Just, they're just, not I, all in I, I just like Michael, war zones all day or, right. or being tortured in the streets. They're, you know, people she, are living. And she's a beautiful blonde girl. She mm. can go over there and she's like a princess. Uh. Like they, they love the blondes. Oh, interesting. You know, so. so I'm also thinking about how much horrible, much more horrible California is than this. And I just started thinking about Michael Malice's idea that the United States are going to kind of they're going to divorce themselves. California will become like North Korea. They'll probably arm <laughs> themselves up and they'll have a, another. It's they've coming. already got their dictator. I mean, they're, they're good to coming. go. They're good to California. go. It's interesting. According to my son. Right. Um, no, yeah. I, but I get how she's, she sort of likes the tourism and the, and being in a place that's different and that she's aware of culturally. And what does Christina but, you know, think about there's this? There's not a, there's not like. She can't get enough of it. Why? She likes the weird stuff. Yeah, but that's not, that's so, not weird. It's not weird. It's just... Uh, but it's like, do you want to go to China right now? Do you want to go to Taiwan? Like, people are very uh, disillusioned about what it's like there. Like, it's something bad. Like, yeah, but, yeah. But it isn't... It's not. It's... It, their politics and the way they run their countries and their the way that they're um, fighting with other nations and, and they have, I mean, it's like going to Cuba, for example, it's a communist country. When you go there, it's really tough getting in there. But once you're in there, the people are really lovely. Of course. But you have to be careful. Yeah. You can't go out and start trying to sell capitalist ideals. And, right. And, but you but know, as, as always, it's, you know, the people, it's, it's always about the governments and not the people. Right. And yeah. that's what's the, that's what's so Troubling about totalitarian governments because yeah, they yeah. have total fiat authority. So, like, I had this sort of love to, I wanted to go to China for a really long time. We stopped over in Hong Kong. And when we went, I was kind of like, oh, it wasn't as great as I thought it You know what I mean? I had always had these. What did you imagine? I don't know. I just thought it would be a little bit flashier and more like, you know, Rodeo Drive or something. Oh, <laughs> I don't know I what so I so thought it was going to yeah. be. But, but now. So Dubai-like. You know, and kind of like, was like, I don't want to go to China anymore. But but like India, for example. Mm. Like, do you want to go to India? No. Yeah, because we're watching 90 Day Fiance and we're seeing how rough it is over there. It's not your cup of tea. I told you I was gay. Yeah. I told you. 90 Day Fiance every <laughs> Sunday night. That'd That's where we get now. all our, our cultural information is from 90 Day Fiance. But no, but it's, I don't, but I think that it, if you go, you know, on vacation there, then there are places that you would really enjoy, 
you know, but it would yeah. probably be like a nice hotel and, you know, yeah. the fancier parts of the area. But, but culturally we all have to be open to, uh, trying to understand cultures inside yeah, of their of crazy, of you know, tyrannical worlds, you right. know, just because they have, well, a, we now have our own. Well, Callie I mean, from Virginia, what's going on there? That's what I think. Hi, Dr. Jean. Hi there, mommy. <laughs> he keeps talking about California. Hi. Um, so I've had two bad pap smears, abnormal pap smears mm. come back in the past three-ish years. And so that's resulted in two colposcopies. Mm. And I was just wondering what happens after this point. Do I just keep getting colposcopies? Is there like, she talked about scraping, mm -hmm. but I'm, she didn't really go into much detail. So yeah. just wondering what your take is on that. I, I think of it as something that just you have to stay on top of. That there are, that they, it, it, it'll come in these little sort of flares and you have to get the endocervix sort of taken care of because it, it increases the risk of cervical cancer, right? And you just got to stay on top of it. Just like right. if you were having skin cancers. I think of it sort of that way. Is it a DNC? No. A, a scraping uh, of I white? think she means, you mean it's a leap procedure? Is that what you're talking about? I think so, yeah. Yeah, somewhere they take the endocervix and really scrape it out. Oh, um, comfortable. And, and really the, the problem with HPV is in the, the mouth of the cervix, the central part. Right. That's when things, that's the part that can get out of hand really quick. Okay. And so you just got to keep burning it and freezing it and cutting it and all that kind of good stuff. Oh, boy. So, yeah, it's fun. It's huh? uncomfortable, but if you have to do it, you just have to stay on top of it. And, oh, is yeah. are your periods like irregular or no, something? No, no, no. It's just all from pap smears. Nope. That's, that's why you get pap smears. Yeah, yeah. And so she just has to get key. They, she keeps finding abnormal paps. They go in and do a colposcopy, which is like a microscope on the cervix. They freeze. They probably freezing stuff to this point, right? And biopsy. And biopsying yeah. and checking it. And making yeah, sure make no sure cancer. it's not cancer. And you've had, have you had the carcinoma in sight too, that kind of thing? I don't believe I have yet. Not even that. Do okay. they take like blood tests too to nope. check? No. Nope. Uh, or ultrasounds? It's, and did you have the vaccine when you were younger? I did. Ugh, it's so weird to me. Um, I, I f always feel more comfortable when women have abnormal paps having had the vaccine. But I was expecting this would, when I, when I say I'm a fan of the vaccine, I always get attacked by the anti-vaxxers <laughs> who, who come at me about cases like yours. And we have people in our family that have right. this exact same right. thing. And, and I always feel weird, like, God, I was expecting really to wipe out cervical cancer. But I, but I still, I've seen such good response from it. I, I, I sort of feel more comfortable with it, with, with people like you. You know what I mean? You still got to stay on top okay. of it and watch it and everything. But the risk of going on to cancer, I just, I, as long as you're diligent, I don't worry about it that much. So you'll be fine. Okay. Okay. Awesome. That right. makes me feel so much better. All right, oh, good. good. Just stay on top of it, though. Don't don't miss any visits. All right. <laughs> okay. All right. Sounds good. Well, Thanks, thank mommy. Thank, yeah, mommy. It's a All lot right. of work. Yeah. The, the cervix and the uterus and the. <laughs> it's a lot of work. You gotta always. How work about the on, prostate and the? You gotta get it every year. You have to get that. I know women get used to that kind of stuff from a very young age, and that's one of the things that keeps men from going to the doctor. They're just not yeah. used to it. And then the mammogram. No the 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 saying always is, you don't want a female genital tract before the fifty before the age of 50 and you don't want a males after the age of 50 because yeah, yeah. you guys get off the hook at 50. I'm, I'm just so glad I don't have periods anymore. I, I see people crying about their menstruation cycles and maybe having the vaccine, screwing them up and I didn't, and I just go, God, I'm so glad that's over. I've never seen that, that bothered you though. I, I, uh, I had other... It was hard before, you know, kids. Really? But yeah. It I, was, I, but I, then I, I went I, on birth control after that. So it, they got more, but I, I was very hormonal in my teens and, you know, in twenties. Like you're not, it would just, the, you're not the kind of person that had heavy periods. I or get horrible zits. And, yeah, uh. but you, you didn't have heavy periods or painful periods. I didn't ever see you having that kind of thing. I was good at and hiding I, stuff from you. I, really? I, you were yeah, hiding stuff? I wanted to be perfect in your eyes. Really? So, so to <laughs> that point, to that, I'm glad you brought that up. After 40 years of marriage, we're still learning things. Yeah. And I still, and you still teach me things about women that, that I, I was like, God, I should, should really have understood that. And I just didn't understand it. And what do you, what's the puss? What do you, what do you think about? <laughs> well, you're kind of busy guy, you know? You no, but there's things that we as males and females just don't talk about. We just don't, and I don't know what that is, you know, why we don't, like that should be like part of our education. You know, these differences that, that, 
women sort of because they're so preoccupied with the the penis. penis. What are some of the other stuff that 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 you think people need to know about male female differences that that maybe it took me a long time to figure out? I don't know. I you know I didn't want to share a lot of my you know drama around my period that just didn't seem that sexy mm. unless i was having really bad pain and i needed your help mm. but it was a pain in the ass mm. and men have to really understand that like like christina see if i have pms don't say do you have pms right my my mother used to say uh i think you have water on your brain this week and i would go okay so you know it came around every month she always knew She'd tell me I had water on my brain. How do we explain it? Because I would just get so wacky and. What do we say now? <laughs> I don't know <laughs> what you say now. How do we explain wackiness now? It's not water on the brain. Well, I think so, that's better than saying, "Are you having your period? Are you?" you yeah. I, I am surprised that you not have anything to say about this because you had taught me a great deal about I these, did? these differences. I don't know. Maybe about... I have Alzheimer's. <laughs> I can't remember. <laughs> But so nothing, nothing comes to mind in terms of differences. And uh, there's a lot of differences yeah. between men and women. But the things that sort of aren't men don't know. Men, that, women are much more superior. Yeah, and their yeah. brains are bigger. That I know. And they think, you know, they're always thinking about the other person and themselves. Men are just very focused on themselves and getting laid. Pretty much, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I mean, there's some great guys out there. I I don't mean to say that. Let's see if we can get some calls. I uh, don't know what you're looking for. Like, what is just it that your you're looking thoughts. for? No, uh, I I think men and women are different. It's just clear. Dustin from Michigan. Yes. Hi, Doctor Drew. Yeah, How's it going, mommy? Hey, mommy. What's happening? Well, um, I kind of, um, I think I should probably give you a little. Uh, context as to my question, I threw my back out uh, a number of years ago. I used mm. to be a, a bodybuilder and a mm. cage fighter, mm. um, and uh, I herniated my L4, my L5 disc, and I've uh, been I've been having some uh, progressive. Uh, I think it's neuropathy in my left thigh. My the outer part of my left thigh is almost completely numb. I've I've been through physical therapy, and my my neurosurgeon didn't surgery on my back i'm just wondering if if the, the leg numbness is uh, a result of of the, the lumbar issues i know i gotta cost myself I, I don't know i don't think so that doesn't fit the anatomy at all number one and, and number two you're you're describing essentially that there's a nerve that comes through the it band in the lateral thigh and if you're doing things like steroids and whatnot it can cut that off and so you get you just get the nerve squeezed in that that thick band of, of fibrous tissue there and it's pretty common. It doesn't do anything. Does it say nothing? Um, any um, advice on maybe some kind of therapy? Why? Well, it's it's extremely painful. My, oh, your pain. Uh, my outer thigh. You said you had numbness. It, it burns have... constantly. I'm oh. sorry. What? Oh, you said it was numb. So you, you have neuropathic pain there. Hmm. Ooh, that's, yes. that's a very different story. Extreme. I'm sorry. That's very different. So you have. Oh boy. Well, uh, you know, pain specialists, uh, they, they actually have some, a lot of fancy procedures they can do sometimes with, when these isolated specific peripheral nerves get involved. They can do stuff. They, they can probably turn the pain into numbness is probably what they can do. What about acupuncture um, or something? Mm, I, I'm just not likely to do much because neuropathic pain is so difficult and so bothersome. It's really an awful pain. So I, I apologize, Dustin, for being, being um, sort of glib about it. Um, and it, again, it's still probably that same thing I talked about it, talked about, but it's, it's, it's different once you get the pain syndrome. And that's from bodybuilding? May, the steroids, maybe, maybe. And, and so have you talked to a pain specialist about this? Um, it's, it's been a while. I've kind of just been toughing it out. I'm i I'm a single dad. I have a seven year old that I take care of full time. Mm -hmm. yeah. So it's kind of hard for me to make time. It, and it, you don't want to take know, opioids. It, it's gotten and no, worse over the years. No, it, it neuropathic pain has a way of getting oh. worse, and and there really are not good medicine for it. That's one of the frustrating parts about it. That's why, I mean, the good news is that if it is, and, and by the way, you know, back injuries. Let's say this was related to your lumbar spine. Back injuries uh, and pain. The surgeries don't typically correct the pain. They just don't. 
Hmm. Uh, they correct it for a while, but it almost always comes back, and sometimes it even makes it worse. So I, I'm not a fan. But of, not physical therapy or swimming or I, I mean, hot jacuzzi. I suppose have, have or, they tried, you know, sort of stretching the IT band and all that stuff? I I stay as active as I possibly can. I've I've, I've actually been through quite a bit uh, of yeah. uh, leg stuff. I've, yeah. I dislocated my left knee. Um, I've had two. I've had my ACL and my meniscus repaired, and mm. um, I was in a car accident about a year ago. I've got a steel plate and like ten screws in my right my my right uh, femur. Wow! So, and, and, and where is the pain? On the right or the left? Oh, the, the left. Uh. Yeah. That's all. Are you on pain meds? Yeah. Are you on pain medication? Injuries. No, I'm not. I'm, yeah. I've actually been sober since 2017. Oh, good. I, I, I drink occasionally, but right. I got off drugs a long time ago. Good. Congratulations. Well, look, I... I, I yeah, because this, this I, is the I, kind I, of thing that will take you down that path. I, I, yeah. Oh, yeah. And and I sense your desperation, and I understand the desperation, but but I, I, I think the only thing I could say is they literally can go and do stuff to the, that. When you have a single nerve that's causing the pain, you can kind of do a lot of stuff. Really? There's a lot of things you can do procedurally. And uh, I, but I what would, kind of doctor does that? A pain specialist. Okay. Pain specialists do that. They, they like doing procedures, cause, right? Because it really does help. Um, but that was uh, that's why I was saying like acupuncture or something. Yeah, maybe. not for not, It's not likely to work. It's uh, the guy that's having this kind of pain. But yeah, yeah I, get it. I, I always I send people to acupuncture. It's worth a try if that's what he wants to do. But I I feel like he's been through so much. <laughs> Poor guy. Like, <laughs> I know. I mean, I'm so sorry. Yeah, it's uh, woof. That's a lot of stuff. In a car accident, dude. I know. So. Uh, I see that Unc Shine's got a, a, something up there for us. What's going on oh, with yeah. him? He has a little message for uh, Christina this week. Oh, for Christina. <laughs> yeah. Susan, oh, let's see what this is. I want to know who Unc Shine is. You don't know Unc Shine? Hey, oh, there morning, he is. Oh, I know. Christina. How you doing, my baby? <laughs> oh, you're so beautiful, Christina. <laughs> yeah, girl. I'm trying to tell you now. You got some black pants on. Uh-huh, with a green shirt. <laughs> Christina, just give me one chance to touch your stupid ass. You got a stupid <laughs> ass. You and Megan. Yeah, God, y'all got some stupid ass with them drawers y'all wearing, Christina. Uh-huh. You and Megan, y'all got some fire drawers. I want to smell them drawers. <laughs> oh, uh-huh. Oh, yeah, Christina. I'm going to pass my tongue in your ass, Megan, <laughs> yeah. you too. Glover, Megan Glover. You my baby. Uh-huh. Oh I'm trying God. to tell you, not Megan Glover. Hello. Yeah. So great. So he wants, why? He wants to smell the mommy jeans. Why do men want to smell your your underwear? Um, What is that? Come on, Eddie, help me out here. I don't know. What do you think? <laughs> I, I, uh, I, my... My instinct is, Why? it's almost, it, I don't think they really want to smell your underwear. It's a little bit of territory marking behavior. Does that fit with anybody? Because you don't really care. Mm. I mean, most guys don't really <laughs> care. That, but they're sort of like, you know how an, an animal, the, a dog, when he's when your dog's coming up to say, you know, to he's either peeing on you or smelling you. I guess, you on yeah, you. I guess. It's sort of, am I on to anything, gentlemen? Is that, uh, yeah. Does it just like trigger a yeah, memory of not, having not sex? Jam, really. Maybe it's not our jam. That's the thing we're trying. We're reaching. Right, but he uh, wants to smell it's, her it's underwear. Shines at jam. Do you like how Drew smells, Susan? Yeah, he smells pretty good. All the time? No. No. Some of the time, not so. No, good. No, you always smell pretty good. You're you're pretty fastidious about your. Why do you your... send me to the shower always before we have sex? I don't know. I don't know. Sweaty balls. Though. Sweaty balls. Sweaty balls. She doesn't like. So I'm, I'm sent to the showers, gentlemen. I don't know. I just it's I I don't know. <laughs> I just like, she's playing with her hair when I she like gets it. a couple. It's hysterical. Uh, uh, so why did you send me to the shower? All right, that's gonna be on the clip. What? <laughs> <laughs> but why send the poor guy to the shower? It's one thing if I've been running or something. I get yeah, that. I yeah. Get it. After but, you run, but even just like today you send me the shower it's been a long day see how she is see how that goes in those jeans I mean I'm, I'm with her I do the same shit no you, I like well, you to be wash clean your feet. too no 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 I tell my girl to go shower oh do you yeah. you like her to shower yeah I want to go clean yourself up babe let's do something yeah and just, I say let's shower let's shower oh good idea good idea you hate the shower with me no I mean if you know, so it doesn't look like you need to go take a shower. Oh, I see. Which I do to you all the time. All but, the time. But you do it instantly. Of course. Fast. Motivated. You have a little soap 
going on after that. It's oh, you clean. find, you find clean. soap where it doesn't belong? I, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Try to tell me something? No, I, I just, I guess, okay, part of it is that, like, I like to take a shower because, um, especially after I do brown or whatever you guys say. Oh, brown. You know, because mm. all my life I've had a vagina. Oh, and have gets, you? Your whole life? Yeah. It's, wow. It's the real deal. I remember too. I said I was learning stuff? Yes. So, it's the real deal. Yeah. So like. Now I know where that Coke that co commercial has a whole new meaning to me. If you've ever had a yeast infection or any kind of like infection. With my vagina. Mm-hmm. You you want to keep it really clean, like so you don't get infections. I see. I so see. like if you have any debris, oh, on I the see. Other, so you you're wanna... going to be shoving it in there, and right. it's going to cause a possible infection. I right. don't have that as much now because I don't. I guess because my period's over. I don't know. I don't understand the biology, but but I think after having a few urinary tract infections, mm. you know, it's not, it's not a bad practice. For yeah, UTI. I mean, I used to get STIs all. all the time. STIs? S, what do you call them? UTIs. A- UTIs. Yeah. Um, Again, you need to tell my me My medical profession is coming out now. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm not a doctor. Really? Uh, no, I used to get UTIs. I used to get, and then I'd have to, then I'd get a yeast infection from taking antibiotics. And then I'd have to deal with that with some other stuff. And after a while, you just like, I don't want to get, I don't even get it started. So let's go back to brown. I don't want to rub your dirty stuff on my All right. clean stuff I hear either. It. I, I get it. I, that's reasonable. It's sort of a, it's sort of a subconscious thing. It's I fine. Don't, you, I think we're done. Going back okay. to brown. Going back to brown. <laughs> Going back to brown and, and farts. There's been a lot, there's been a lot of fart questions. Yeah. Uh, one of the questions we've had recently was uh, why the farts with a lot of noise don't smell. But that's not always true, is it? Because I think it's just more air and less methane. So it's so it's sort of diluted. It's yeah, less concentrated. Right? I think that's something like that. But even yeah. sometimes the larger the with the air, you know, the large volume gas is different. The methane is usually a smaller volume. And so if there's a lot of air going through it, maybe it, you, things you're swear you're swallowing yeah. and that kind of thing. Yeah, maybe separate from the methane. Or something that you ate yeah, but, causes the gas. But I, I can get a double whammy, I can have both problems, right? Yes. <laughs> Well, you're so much better now. Mm. Like you don't smell as much anymore. Watch the diet. Yeah, he he eats clean. He's using his uh, Metamucil every day, mm-hmm. and he's he's um, good to go. Yeah, he doesn't eat garlic or onions because mm-hmm. that always gets him. But I, I've noticed that uh, Tom's mom's fart video has been getting around again, <laughs> and I thought to myself, God, you're not it... going to videotape me farting. No, no. How did you know I was going right there? Because I know you want to do so, that. It would be it would be sensational. I know. It would here's, here's it would about, be. Here's the thing about Tom's mom's fart though. She didn't know it was being recorded. Yeah, that's not so, fair either. Oh, I understand, but I feel a little guilty if I were to sort of if I sneak up on her, that's one thing. But if I do it without telling her, it can you know, I I gotta get her blessing before I get it up there. You gotta tell her after. You gotta record it. No, I I'll laugh, find a way to record it. Don't worry. I I, I kinda have a strategy. Oh my god, you guys. It, it's, 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 why should I record it if I'm not gonna put it up though? You know, I wanna get god, her. I wish her. I could fart right now just so you could have it on tape. I can't you though. You can't. Oh uh, yeah, it's not happening. We, you know, is uh, Blind Bob around? Can we get a little Blind Bob in blind here for Bob's Susan? Blind Bob's always around. Yeah, I think Susan. <laughs> I think Susan might enjoy. He likes the farts. He likes fart in my feet, he, honey. He, <laughs> he likes a lot of stuff. I think you would like a Justin, lot of stuff. Justin, I really like your videos, and I hope you continue to do them. Um, and me being blind, please, I'd appreciate you um, doing them to where I can hear and. You know, I'd like you to turn the recorder on when you go into the bathroom and uh, let me hear you undo your belt, pull your pants down, set the toilet seat down, and sit down and do a good stream of pee in the water and a good shit. Um, and for me, since I can't see, if you could describe what, what it looks like in the toilet. Just um, just a fun thing. And, um, just you know, a fun thing. Let's keep the recorder on from the beginning, just a beginning fun thing. to the end when you flush the toilet. Okay. Okay, uh, done, please Susan? get back with me and okay. uh, let me know. Okay, okay thanks. Okay, I will. We have a much longer one if you want. Yeah, what is, he does he jerk off to that? Like, what It's happens? just a fun thing. I don't know. It's a fun thing. Yeah, it's just like a, it turns him off. I guess. It's a male, so I'm it's guessing. It's so funny. It's so funny. Not a female that, doing that. No, it's funny though. a man like that stuff. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny to me. That makes you laugh. I know. It's just so weird though. It's like, I. It's. it's like a... 
It's hard to understand for a, as a female Sociological experiment. You uh, know, watching, it's a little more biological than well, sociological. I know, but watching these guys talk about their, what makes them happy, like, wow. Listening to somebody's shit and p- good stream of I pee. mean, you, you've never had a problem with poop and pee all over you when you work as a doctor. So no, men just have never, no, yeah, like... Just, well, my female colleagues get through it, too. They don't seem to be But that. do you have any, like, weird fetishes about that? Like, you've no. never thought, oh, I want her to poop on me No. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, I, I think the, the message here is that unless I, for some reason, haven't thought of it, I've told you everything. There's yeah. like nothing. I got zero. Yeah, you're pretty you're zero. Pretty... But I still learn things about you pretty much every day, or every week, anyway. <laughs> like what, honey? I've just I've seen honey the, bunny. <laughs> that you hate that you hate people being called honey. Well, I don't like to poop in front of you. Mm, that I've known for quite you know some time. That. Like I make you leave the room. Right. But you because if you are in the shower or something because we have. In New York, we have a very small house, and he's in the shower. And, and shower's he, opaque. Though. When he hears me, he starts laughing, and I'm like, "Please don't listen." And I, and I, <laughs> am I, am I feeling sort of is why why you take that fun away from me? Why don't you entertain me, <laughs> gentlemen? Right? Why why would you why would you? It's so weird though. Any you yourself on this one, Chief? <laughs> yeah. See, Annie's on my well, side. Well, you're married a long time. You can have to find ways to entertain yourself. Well, we have two <laughs> we have two bathrooms. I just spit all over myself. We have two bathrooms in our master suite. So like we don't ever share a toilet at the same time. You know what cracks me up about this one is she's a specimen. And when she does things that are not specimen like <laughs> it cracks my shit up. Specimen. So she has like I love that you think that. She has me. like allergies. And she gets stuffy nose and allergy. To me that's No, I have a runny nose, yeah. High comedy. She she's otherwise the specimen and then has a runny nose. It's like And then I have so and then ridiculous. I fart when I wake up. And you have that in the morning. It's, it's pretty and, funny. And I know what time it is. I do too. <laughs> it's an alarm clock. Wow. It's so it's funny. Time to get up. <laughs> it's, like, it's literally like a like seven a, o'clock a yeah. bugle call. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. What's that? What is it? What is it? Good morning, morning, my dick. dick. Oh, yeah, that's that. Uh, Oh, no. I Listen, I hope that a lot of women out there are not ashamed of farting. Or whatever. I don't really care, but I don't really want you to videotape it. Or videotape me on the toilet or whatever. Boy, I think of all the fans you'd have. (laughs) The the blind bobs of the world. You could get an OnlyFans season Uh, farting. Pee-pee or poo-poo. (laughs) Whatever. Fast on well, I just find it fascinating that men like this stuff. Like they want well, you to pee on them, or they well, that's just yeah, that's another sniff your level. underwear. Or they they find it so erotic, well, and I don't understand. That's why I, I don't eat either. A lot of this stuff. I, no, so I, I know. Can't help you, but but and I mean that with peace and love. I mean, I just don't get it. Uh, but that's kind of why I'm going down this path is because I want. I was. It's just interesting to me that that after years and years of being together, you still can teach me things. And th- this is sort of that zone where you, you look as a woman, I look as a man, you just go, I just can't. I, I I'm sure it. if I said, I want to pee on you, you'd let me. That's that's different than being into it. Right. Right. That's, like, that's, that's sort of like men will, if you're into something, the man's like, let's go. Whatever. Like, I don't, I don't like it when that happens. Like, if I see it in a porn, I'm like, oh, God. Mm. No, not my thing. Mm. So that's good. I'm, I'm kind of normal that way. So wait, but if it was Drew's thing though, you're saying you couldn't hang? I, I mean, if he had, I guess, I don't know. I, I would, I don't she know. She wouldn't be into it, but she could hang. Yeah, she, she's a good I sport. I don't know. It's I mean, we didn't, right I think we've been Sus. pretty, we, our Sus. sex life is pretty much the same as it was when we started dating and we what both is, came. What, we, what? We're, our sex life is pretty much the same as when we were dating, started dating with a few new positions. It's not like you didn't like suddenly spring it on me that you had this thing about. Yes. You know, well, that, that's generally the true of male partners is they will they'll let you know very early what they're into. Right. And, and once they're once they're showing you what they're into, that's it. But that's I just find it fascinating that these are they things don't... that men love. And I that's not your thing. Yeah. I get it. But it I'm always like, why? Like, mm. why do they? Well, you saw that kid I was talking to on the Stiff Socks podcast yeah. where he was talking about his feet, foot fetish. Okay. Remember? Yeah. And he was a good example of that. He, he couldn't understand it either. It was just, I just, I don't know. And then, he, of course, men, gentlemen, men have yes, a sir. period from about age 12 to 14. We where, do? 
no, not a, a period, but I, not a <laughs> menstrual period, but a, a window of a window of development from about twelve to fourteen, where the things they see can often become sort of emblazoned in their memory, yeah. and then in their sexual preferences, like images you saw, moments, right? And, and he's nodding, right? In in my day, it was Playboy. Somebody would come across a certain Playboy and go, "Oh, that's it," and that would just sort of right. boom. It would go in, and that would stay the preference. Right, right. Um, women don't really have that so much. I'm, I think they might now that there's porn out there. It might start happening for women too. No, maybe because but, we're, but, we were a little more protected from it. You know, yeah, in but, our in but our you, era. You're missing my point a little bit. It can be as simple as seeing feet in the sand at the beach, which right. is what that kid saw. Oh, really? Now, now it was a te- what he couldn't appreciate is there were people in bikinis. It was an evocative uh-huh. situation. But what struck him was these feet that looked so good walking through the sand, and that got sexualized, you know, as his puberty kicked in. And, I, and I've and i never spoken to a woman that really has that kind of... And fetishes don't seem... The, the kind of visual fetishes don't happen as much with women at all. No. I think, like... But I still don't get why, like, somebody had to... A horse had to poop on you to want to, like... Me? Have a fetish like that. Like, what... Oh, <laughs> when, when they did, go crazy like when that? Did the, when did the switch turn on to have, like like be peed on or whatever it's just so that's weird. i that uh we'll have to talk to some people to go through that stuff yeah maybe i don't see that that's that's a little different that, yeah. that, that's a you know it's same thing of I, i'm not talking that's about more degradation yeah like and that's sh- a procedure more than a visual fetish right? right and and the procedural stuff like snm and things like that that's different that yeah is different. yeah okay um but but the the visual stuff is what i'm talking no, about I get visual it. so what's your what's your visual you're it no, no. eating your shit eating your <laughs> shit and hey. no that that's it not yet we can do that later if you want so what <laughs> No, but was what that just is... to impress these guys, or, or is that something you want to do? <laughs> what is your like? If you had anything, like what is it? Like he explained the girl in the car. Tr- oh, cup, it was. I, I remember. Uh, I told you that uh, one of my friend's brothers had the posters all over the wall. Right. I think it was those images. Right. I, can, I can't remember a specific one per se. Fair Fawcett, probably. No, no. She was um, everywhere. No, these were Playboy centerfolds. Oh, the Playboys, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so like, sort uh, so of like that, that era, pretty, pretty pinup girls, but yeah. like like natural. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Uh, and um, but then, you know, I think, you know, we kind of grew up on the beach. Right. right? And, and I think that was almost too much, like overwhelming for a young male. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's, that it's all just like, like that. You know, it's all the same <laughs> stuff. <laughs> Eh. Too much, too much. I got a question. Move to yeah. Morocco. I got a quick question. Mm. So on uh, on WMMA and on YMH, we were talking about uh, how would you be, or we were asking the question, would you be comfortable knowing that you masturbate to what your dad masturbated to? Sure. <laughs> right? That was a that was a little talking point. It's like, would you think that was cool? Would that bug you? Could you do it anymore to that thing? <laughs> My question is, <laughs> is there any study that's been done to know if fetishes and sexual preferences and all that is at all like genetic they have done they have tried to do that stuff and my understanding is there's some evidence is with everything with human behavior right, right. about 56 percent is genetics it's just right. everything. Wow. Uh, and so there is some stuff uh, i remember i found one of my dad's porn magazine when i was like about oh, 10 or 11 uh-huh. and it was just an odd like an odd was it magazine. like cartoon or something no no it was like but it was like really the they had these just like Odd. That's all the best I can describe it. Nothing pretty about it. Nothing. Yeah, it pretty. wasn't easy to get stuff yeah. in those days yeah. either. So without I, your ten So I definitely wasn't it. into whatever. If that was his thing, it was not my thing. Yeah, that's uh, weird. But I agree with you. It would make it very difficult what to function. What do you mean odd? Like what was it? Like just not attractive people having sex in various ways and things. I just, <laughs> it just seemed dark and just seemed odd. It's like amateur shit. What's that? You mean like amateur shit? Yeah, yeah. yeah. But but sort of of that. Imagine of that time, like 1968 or 71 or something. You, it really was a very alternative like world if people were doing or being pictured in pornography. There was nothing artistic about it. When my grandma died, we went in her basement and... She had piles of Playboy old fifties. Oh and my 60s. god! Did you sell them? I couldn't get them. Remember, everybody. I my 
lesbian um, cousin took one. Oh. I said, take it. And it was yeah. not, it's not, those were your, the, your grandfather's. Yeah, yeah, I guess. Yeah. I don't know, but I was like, I wish I had oh my paid God, for are... I would have had to pay for them because in my family, you don't take stuff from yeah. your grandma. You, you have to sell it. But those are probably worth something oh compared God. to everything else. But I remember looking at them. There was like a Marilyn Monroe one and there was a, oh, the you know, they had She was all the very first one. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So, but I always thought that Playboy was a step above everything else. So it was, it was actually art in a, in a good way. Yeah. You know, it wasn't just, you know, porn. it was still, you know, you, you, now that we're learning more about what was going on, there was very exploitative of women. And, yeah. And, but you know, they're beautiful women and they have great bodies and uh, you had to write to get in that magazine. Mm. You know, you had to be one of the top. And a lot of people like Jenny McCarthy is now very famous and she, she started out doing nudes in Playboy. So, I mean, I, that's probably healthier than, you know, the porn that you see on, on the internet all the time for young males. Uh, that, that, that's what worries me. Because you, you don't know what the impact of, and by the way, who knows the range of what these kids get exposed no, to. No, I've seen know? a lot of stuff on there. I'm like, wow. Really? You've seen a lot of stuff? Yeah. I, like you, what kind of stuff? It pops up. You see it. What? You really? Just shit. Just shit. Up, <laughs> Jesus. I've never watched Damn, bitch. <laughs> Damn, bitch. <laughs> All right, listen. Thank you for being a sport and coming in again. Thank you for the, the emails and voice messages and everything. We appreciate it very, very much. And of course, the college. We, we're loving doing the call thing. So, um, I hope everybody was happy with the calls. Right. And thank you for having me. It's always a pleasure to come. And we'll be back in another month. I think uh, this is going to be a lot of fun next couple trips. So, Love the butterflies. Thank you. All right. See you next time. All conversations and information exchanged during participation of the Dr. Drew After Dark podcast or interaction on the drdrew.com website is intended for educational and entertainment purposes only. Do not confuse this with treatment or physician medical advice or direction per se. You must always follow your medical professional's advice and direction. Nothing on these podcasts or posted on this site supplements or supersedes the relationship and direction of your medical caretakers. Please understand, I am not playing the role of physician in this environment per se. I'm educating. I am a licensed physician with specialty boards in American Board of Internal Medicine and American Board of Addiction Medicine.